Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. goes well with asparagus ladies and gentlemen welcome to the football ramble lovely to have you back and uh, oh well, we're in good company i tell you what listeners because the uh, the beauty from essex james or jim is here <laughs> thank you the uh, beauty <laughs> oh, oh, and the hero from hartlepool francis banali <laughs> oh, yeah, and, really. and our resident pedestrian from portsmouth all right <laughs> yeah right We're there uh, Oh transfer window mm. Bloody hellfire Somebody left it open <laughs> they, they <laughs> Let all the players out <laughs> <laughs> Well some of them Didn't want to go out though mm. Did they It's only out a little bit Now It's almost completely closed <laughs> That's yeah. right well, It will At be time it's Clogged up with players And it was scared Sean Roy Phillips Desperate to try and get out but He just can't reach the window <laughs> yeah. It's just too small yeah. um, uh, Well before we go on To the, the window well, I would like to ask you um, If you were a professional footballer What what sort of crazy clauses would you like to thrust is that crazy into with a K? Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. Um, w- would you like to throw into your uh, contract? I'd have what Romario had. Do you remember this? Where he had a contract. <laughs> where, well, actually, it was like a clause that affected people other than him. Because yep. if he was in a goal-scoring position, they had to pass through. Contractually <laughs> <laughs> obliged to do That's it. how he got his 48,000 goals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, you, are you suggesting that the Romario thinks that he's bigger than the club? Yeah. I am in, I'm not suggesting that. I'm just openly saying that. Yeah. Because that reminds me of when, Do you remember Jürgen Klinsmann Had a clause in his contract I think at Spurs Where mm. he had to be The highest paid player At the club Yeah Was it also that he couldn't Be dropped yeah. He had to start If yeah. he was fit yeah. That's right That's right. That's Pete. great stuff Pete yeah. what about you um, I would like um, Extensive vending machine Privileges <laughs> I would like a, a coin like, like what the one that Top Cat has on also a string. known as the Andy Reid clause, <laughs> <laughs> the John Parkin. Yeah, but, uh, so you can pop your coin in and then pull it out, and then that makes you have some um, free food. Pete, you can just make one now. Yeah, you're not what? short of money as a footballer. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, Top Cat was a thief as well. So <laughs> yeah, he was, Top yeah. Cat's not a good role model. Yeah. <laughs> Listen up, kids. <laughs> yeah, vending machine privileges. I've just said it. <laughs> I'm not changing it just because just because you're pointing out like yeah. that's not a huge thing. For those of you listening, Marcus was looking for some real clarification from Pete. Yeah, <laughs> looked like a rabbit in the headlights. And Pete said, no, vending machine privilege. <laughs> I said it before. I'm saying it again. I thought to myself, everyone deserves a second child. <laughs> yeah, and you didn't want to take it, did no. you? Luke, mine's not a crazy clause, more than a sort of deadly serious clause, and it would be a deal breaker. Two hundred grand a week. That was I. I have to never ever be interviewed by Garth Crooks <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with Garth it was just every interview like ages. for ages yeah. Yeah. <laughs> talking like everything he said was the most profound thing ever did you did you feel that the finish yeah. 
was your <laughs> best in the game. No, he doesn't. He sort, he sort of does it where he stops and then he speeds up and he says like like doubles so, back on himself. Yeah, he sort of says like and he looks up really wistfully. He'll go, <laughs> "You scored today." Did you think it could have been an own goal? <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, it? yeah, I think okay. that's, that's how I remember Crooks doing things. Yeah, <laughs> he, doesn't get, he doesn't get much telly work these days. But you know, I wouldn't like to be interviewed by him. I, I bet he's a nice guy. Oh, he's an excellent goal scorer in his day as well. Was indeed. I'm not taking that away from him. And you, well, you can't. No, it's history. I literally can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if I played for a club outside of London, I would want to get what Ronaldinho allegedly wanted in his contract, which Alex Ferguson, on the basis of that, told him to sod off when he was going to sign for Manchester United. Um, helicopter privileges, yeah. So he could, so he could chop the her down at the moment. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Chop her down to London on the weekend for a binge up. <laughs> on the weekend, that's when he's playing. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, whenever. Yeah, yeah. You know, is that sort of like Zeppelin privileges? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that was wasn't it like Robinho when he had a couple of days off at City and he's yeah. pictured on the beach in Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> the doctor said the best place to recover from this groin strain is on the Copacabana beach. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't believe me, you can ask him. I've got a letter from him here. Signed, Robinho, crossed out. Doctor or Rubinho. I would like <laughs> Dr. Rubinho <laughs> soccer team soccer yeah. soccer <laughs> they're all early yeah. um, or I'd like uh, that when both the teams have come out of the tunnel I then get um, a, th- a theme tune of my choice played and then I run out and, and yeah. join them all what would you choose uh, so are you or- Oranoco Flow by Enya <laughs> <laughs> well I know you're a big fan of it yeah. I might have Real American by Hulk Hogan yeah. it's not by, it's not by him <laughs> <laughs> you get the picture mm. yeah. you get the picture so um, You'd want entrance music. That's quite, quite nice. Just you. Oh yeah, that'd be pretty good. I mean, it, <laughs> y'all ready for this? Talk of Mark has not been a team player. The other ten players come out. <laughs> Everyone waits. The lights go down. Yeah. He's like he's like um, he's like Morrissey the and the Smiths. Yeah, yeah. The old band come on, start yeah. playing, and he walks onto a massive entrance. Exactly. Oh. I walk in five minutes during the game with a captain's <laughs> armband on, taking penalties and free kicks. You no, know, whenever there's a, a free kick on the edge or a corner, that's when I come on. Yeah, it could be twenty minutes in. Yeah, <laughs> could be twenty minutes in. Uh, ooh, uh, who's got the points? It's well, I I have access to an air. One an F eight and a D seven whenever I need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. so I should get the points really, shouldn't I? You've got that good thing as well is if it doesn't quite come out of the vending machine, <laughs> uh, which <laughs> is really annoying. Just do it again. Then you can just do it again yeah. and you'll get two. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose it's the most realistic of the four. Yeah. <laughs> I, think so. I, I can't even remember what Jim's one was. Uh, Romario. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Everyone passed to me. Yeah. Now Jim's gonna get the points. Oh, oh what? Up yeah, yours I'm in your shot vending machine. Myself. Thanks. <laughs> on the um, on the in the vending machines on the tube, if you used to type um, the, when they used to be selector. on the tube, if you used to pr- press one, two, three, three, two, one really quickly, it used to flash up. Okay, no problems. <laughs> Is that <laughs> true? That didn't. And once, on the, and once it gave me free chocolate, but that well, I think that was an unrelated. That's matter. on the London Underground. Yeah, it? but they, they don't have them anymore. Okay, no problems. Oh. I literally don't know what to make of that. that was me, <laughs> me and my friend um, down on. Uh, like Did you app- try every combination until well, it well, spoke actually, to yeah, you? Yeah, we were just we were just dicking around for ages. We were stuck on uh, on the platform for a couple of hours. <laughs> just go outside. You <laughs> walk. To it where was you've outside. Got- it was an outside one. Oh, right. But the ones in the inside worked. Bloody walk to where you got to go. Yeah. I'll, I'll, all right. Wrestle this back. <laughs> I shall. Doctor Leg. Um, <laughs> 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 Doctor walks. Yeah. Um, uh, right, transfers, transfers. Oh mm. my goodness! A striker's been on the move. Robbie Keane's gone to West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the big one, isn't it? <laughs> it's only on loan. 
uh, yeah, to be well, fair, they only gave him the loan move because it was the club he supported as a boy. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> so he couldn't stand in his way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if if West Ham stay up, I think it's permanent, is it? Yeah, or that's certainly that's an option. The, the option, yeah. I like Robbie Keane. I want to see him back in football, yeah, as in no. playing football. Good signing for West Ham. In fact, they've had a good transfer window. Gary O'Neill's a good good signing for them. Don't seem to mind about their leaky defence, do they? They're just sort of like more strikers. Yeah, let's sort the other end out. So basically, what's happening is we're scoring quite a lot of goals, but we're letting quite a lot in. What do you reckon we should do? More goals. Score more goals? Yeah. <laughs> you could do that. <laughs> Bella Goopman. Yeah, yeah, for him. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I hate his celebration. Mm. I just don't like the Part of the reason I've realised that I, 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 I'm happy with him not playing is I don't miss his celebration one iota. I, lo- I don't mind it. So it's not as bad thing. as Cahill's. So. Oh, yeah. No, here he goes. But it is as bad as Alan Shearer's. <laughs> There's no way Alan Shearer's. It was fine. What about Andy Carroll's? He hasn't got enough goals yet to have his own. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's. But his price tag wouldn't suggest. Yeah, no, but he hasn't got enough goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, but his this price is the tag the problem, wouldn't it? suggest. Marcus, this, this transfer fee appears to be levied against goals he may score in the future. Yeah. <laughs> but that's exactly it, isn't it? <laughs> Obviously, it's £35 million. Pounds, like, at, at present, as we're pounds. recording this, we, we don't know if it's well, gone through. I think, we're I think, assuming I, it would I have think gone Henry's through, still thinking in dollars. So you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, you, look, you're right. It's as if they are... They're paying for things he might do in the future <laughs> yeah, yeah. based on a little bit of evidence that he could be quite good Emil, Emil Hesse's got 23 goals in the Premiership once yeah it's true yeah. Andy Carroll has got 10 he's got 11 so goals 11 so far this yeah. season yeah, yeah. One yeah. Of them was unproven from, one, one of them was outside the box as well yeah. Yeah. against <laughs> Liverpool you've got to be delighted with that Pete I, 35 million for well, him I couldn't what's, believe what's it. the money going to be spent on them? Yeah. well yeah casino time vending machine vending machine vending machine I couldn't believe that Newcastle had the damn cheek to ask for more than 30 million in my head that was just a bit of a joke yeah it was to determine them, wasn't it? They thought, yeah. Like, yeah, all right. What? Like, I mean, by, <laughs> it's 35 million while we're recording, they could bankrupt themselves by the end of it. You're not going to offer, like, give us 10, 10 more million than 25 million. Well, I will then. Well, you're not going to. Well, I have. There you go, there it is. Right, well, give us another five. <laughs> all right. Because it's, it's with add-ons. It's with add-ons yeah, as well. Add-ons. Like, it's probably if he plays four games, they get another 10 million. Like, just, yeah. <laughs> I, I, do I, they I, know what they're doing? <laughs> oh, do- it's, it's weird, it's weird it because it, it's stumped. weird that like it, the transfer request came in at the eleventh hour, and that g- genuinely I think it was a PR exercise from Newcastle. I dare say that Liverpool paid Carroll to do that transfer request because the Can money would have been on the. Oh, well, it's all under the table, eh? nobody's really going to know. Allegedly, just want to make that very clear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably th- allegedly. The thing is, if, if you're going to look at it from another point of view, if if a Nelka goes, I know it's a lot of ears, but if the Torres goes through, which you think it will, and mm. a Nelka goes to Liverpool's part of the deal. I don't think Liverpool want that, though, do they? I think they've rejected that out of hand. No, but they've well, had him before. The, the point I'm trying to make is, is Suarez. That doesn't mean I can't have him again. No, but I, they know what he's like. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> Suarez, Anelka and Carroll, mm. right, plus about 10 million, and just for Torres. I mean, you'd take that, wouldn't you? Well, they're looking at Charlie Adam as well, aren't they? So. I, th- I think also it's a strange one for Liverpool because they've got. The owners of Liverpool have got a little bit of a reputation for being pretty shrewd businessmen and stuff mm. like that. The thing I can't understand is, and Pete and I were talking about this briefly earlier, is that Carroll's out till March, minimum. Yeah. And he's got a history of getting injuries, and this one particularly, where it turns out to be a bit more of a serious injury than they thought. So that takes you through to March. Bear in mind, this is a transition season for Liverpool anyway. They're not going to do anything. Mm, they yeah. might win the Euro- Europa League, possibly. I mean, there's a chance. But chance they probably won't win that. Mm. So 
takes you through to March, you've got a month and a half if we can sign him in the summer. Yeah, Just yeah. sign him in the summer. He won't be that much in the summer. No, no doubt about that. Absolutely crazy. You know, he's, he's never, his stock's never going to be higher. I don't understand why they're shelling out for him now. Well, is it, as you say, they've got Suarez in. Yeah, you, they have a good striker. Which seems yeah. to have been kind of buried underneath all the crazy stuff going on there. Yeah, absolutely. Luis Suarez is an excellent, experienced proven goal scorer who for my money if you look at the Dutch league he's got more about him more of the Van Nistelrooy about him than he has the fucking Alfonso Alves yeah, you know, he's, he's going to score go- oh, he's going to score goals but from Liverpool's point of view uh, again just to put sort of their slant on it slightly maybe they're just thinking we don't need the money we've got money we don't need the money we'll get- Torres is gone there's nothing we can do about that he's going to yeah. leave we can't control it let's just try and replace him with the best player we can get yeah no I think so I think that's it what's a lot of money for it was effectively Championship striker who's had a really good start to his Premier League. It's in the top ten highest fees of all time, eighth. isn't it? If Torres goes through, which it will, eight. Insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In all the membranes possible. No, I know there's contract. (laughs) 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 I know that Carol signed a new deal in October, so that bumps the price up a little bit. And and a little bit. Well, yeah, but (laughs) what I was going to say was Villa Villa moved from Valencia to Barca for less than that. Yeah, and Dara Villa, for my money, is the best striker in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Put it in perspective, you know. I think the thing that really frustrates me about this is obviously these um, when these deals go through really late, it jacks the price up. And, um, yeah. But that then becomes the norm And people look at these figures And they go Yeah that's a reasonable thing To bid for that person for That's a reasonable price For us to put on the head Of our player And yeah. clubs eventually pay it If they really want it And it just January more than the summer Just the inflation goes mad And yeah. it's well, really, that's one of the, a really if, bad but, thing But and also, the buy, the, also the club that's selling They know Whenever they're going to try Try and get another player now They know that they've got That money in the in the case yeah. So it's not like It's an unknown figure That oh how, how much Are they willing to pay Well <clears> you know it's, 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 it's a little bit mental it is mental it's, it's like the last days of Rome like the Premier League is, <laughs> yeah. isn't as sort of popular as it once was and everyone's going a bit mental yeah. <laughs> what about Spurs raiding Spain yeah just they <laughs> try to get about seven strikers at once uh, Aguero for, for nearly 40 million yeah. yeah that's his release clause though that's no, but it wasn't. It was. It was more because they. They did they bid. What was it about? 30, Thirty-eight million. No, but, yeah, and then the tax put it up to. Uh, put about whatever, another ten yeah. million or whatever it was on there, and they thought, "Well, hang on a minute." But uh, I don't think Aguero. He plays for Atletico Madrid, who are a decent side, but they're not Champions League. Hmm. He doesn't start for Argentina. Is that man really worth? That no, but I, I thought the money they offered, as I understood, I might be wrong, but I thought thirty-eight point five million was enough to trigger his release clause, and then Aguero was was uh, then expected to buy out his contract to move, and Aguero decided he didn't want to buy out his contract, and that's why it didn't happen. That's what I thought. No, there was something yeah. to do with the tax, and it went up. Right, okay. I well, think it was actually sixty million euros. I don't know what the exchange. On was. top of that, though, they were, bit, they were looking at Giuseppe Rossi, mm-hmm. uh, Fabiano, Forlan. They were linked with Mario Gomez, Carroll themselves as well. Lorente. Yeah, um, uh, is it Negredo? Negredo, yeah, Negredo yeah. 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 That bit earlier on, Luke, in the car when uh, the reporter was just hitting him, hitting uh, Harry Redknapp That's amazing. Through, through a car window with different players. It got to the point where you know every single transfer window, Harry Redknapp drives out from the training yeah. ground, opens no, the window. Going home, no, going home. Yeah, the, the reporter <laughs> was just was just shouting names at him. Wasn't he? <laughs> he was just going Forlan. Aguero and oh. everybody was going. Ah, oh, well, he's a, good, he's a quality player, isn't he? And yeah. it's like, yeah, but it was like Harry <laughs> Redknapp uh, football charade. It'll, it'll definitely improve us. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing you love saying. <laughs> I mean, it's always really embarrassing when the Sky reporters do that. When someone's so clearly trying to get away, and they go, "Yep, cheers." After each question, they go, and, blah, 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 yeah. and ask another one. Just have some. <laughs> the Femi Martin's uh, interview was quite good. Yeah. He clearly just he didn't Bur- even know where he was. He's <laughs> off to, <laughs> yeah. to Birmingham. Yeah. He had this weird sort of like confused smile on his face. And his mate looked a bit like Celestine Babiaro as well. Yeah, yeah. 
flying around. <laughs> hell of a lot was made of the modes of transport as well. Yeah, like Aldi, in his helicopter, <laughs> Charlie Adam in his car, which was coming from Liverpool, going to Blackpool to take him back. Just get one from Blackpool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm, seems a practical solution. The, what about the, Kevin Nolan? Was he giving a... And Andy Carroll lift. It's a Liverpool. It was alleged. It's good enough. Andy Russell said it was like Thelma and Louise. <laughs> 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 but, but the Aguero thing. The other thing that's worth mentioning with, with Spurs and who they're trying to sign. Everyone. These, these players they're in for. These strikers. They're all quite different strikers. And if you mm. think that mm. Van der Vaart plays right. just off a striker, they play a four, almost like a four-four-one-one. Whereas Aguero's not going to play ahead of Van der Vaart, is no, he? Right. What's Van der Vaart going to do? Yeah. You know, and then if you look at Lorenzo, he's a much different striker to, right. to Aguero. Giuseppe mm. Rossi. Rossi's yeah. different again. Yeah, Rossi's got a great goal at the weekend. He's a brilliant player. Oh, yeah, it was a brilliant He's like that Robin one in the Euros, remember? Rossi's mm. on a new deal on Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how completely off the scale it's That's a come and get me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this is, like, Spurs have. I'd, I was gonna, I'd go as far to say that they've embarrassed themselves a little bit well I think they, they really want to stay in um, with the status they have this season and obviously if they don't qualify for the Champions League again that's going to be really really difficult for them to get back into it because City is such a sort of force now yeah. it's, like, it's, like a young pop, it's like a young pop star getting linked with everyone like uh, their PR just sort of go mm. oh yeah well you know they fancy someone from GLS oh, they, but, yeah, they've, but been seen, they've been seen <laughs> strolling around Mahikis yeah. they, they want this big marquee player though don't they that's going to keep them in that league and they're trying to do it as as quickly as possible I can understand it if they've got the money it's, it's, it's sensible I don't know why they tend to leave it leave this it, late it's leave, crazy Levy seems to play like a bit of a funny game where he tries to play hardball all the time and it sometimes leaves it an awful, le- awful lot late which means he has to play a bit over the mm. odds but I mean they are, the thing about Spurs I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as, as to say that because they are still in the Champions League Mm. You know, so, so doing very well. they're still in the Champions League at the moment. I know they've got a tough fixture against Milan, but they're still in there. They're, over, they're, they're offering Champions League football to someone if they want it. Mm. You know, and someone like Llorente can play in the Champions League. Yeah. So it's, it's not an outrageous thing to do. No, but uh, the, but the money that's bra- it's almost like you're going around. No, okay, uh, well you're next on the list. Yeah. Uh, that's what about Redknapp, isn't it? That's Redknapp all over. And wow. I suppose if Levy's governing transfer policy to an extent, but, Redknapp's but still you, identifying the players. But surely. as you say, these are huge sums of money oh, for oh, people yeah. who aren't worth just as on a whim. On a whim. Seems. And and as you say, look very different strikers. I'm just I'm gobsmacked that they've they've gone about the business. I like that. And I think in Spain, Spurs would have lost uh, a lot of credibility. But it's not just Tottenham though, is it? It's just I mean. All over the country There's been crazy stuff like that I mean the t- We haven't really touched On the Torres thing yet Either as well It's very Even two weeks ago you, Torres going to Chelsea you just go, No Yeah I'm a bit, I feel a little bit Let down by him mm. Well d- yeah I mean it's been said I'm that sure a lot of Liverpool fans do as well <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a lot of Baffled <laughs> Liverpool yeah. fans <laughs> No <laughs> idea what's happened today the, the pictures of them Burning shirts Would suggest <laughs> <laughs> I feel a bit let down <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm doing this yeah. um, I d- Surely, though, I mean, I understand the Champions League. It's, it's a it's a tricky one, isn't it? Chelsea are very much in the Champions League, um, and and still in the shout with the league. They're they're going to win, uh, possibly win a league title in the next couple of years. Liverpool, yeah. probably not mm. the way it's going. So you can understand Torres wanting to go there, but. You know, he used to support Liverpool as a boy. Well, that, that's, that's, I'm not sure if that's been overplayed. Chiefly oh, is it? Okay. But he is loved. <laughs> <laughs> you know, three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Forgive me for yeah. listening He's, to He has my, always uh, claimed that, to be fair, though. But, you know, he is loved by those supporters. Is there not a, a place there? But does... F- Fernando Torres has got to look at his own career and think, I could be winning titles 
He's, got, should to, be. he's got to make a decision at some point, a tough decision like He wouldn't that, have won anything at all at club level, pretty much. I mean, when Cesc Fabregas inevitably leaves Arsenal, I'm not going to be going, no, there's no loyalty there. You've got to look out for number one as a footballer. If you're that good, you have a duty to yourself to try and have the best career you can and win the things you want to win. But the difference between Fabregas and Torres, just because you brought it up, is that Fabregas, in my opinion, doesn't look to be letting it affect his performance. Mm -hmm. And so if you, yeah. you, there's two schools of thought on Torres. One is that he's been... Had a, had, a, had a sort of rough of injuries over the last 18 months because he's not really been on top form for I would say 12 months -ish, maybe a bit yeah. longer than that so even he, in the World Cup he's either let injuries affect him in which case Chelsea have got to take a look at that because they know he's going to do a medical but it's still worth considering or even worse his motivation is, is, is gone in which case you've got to question his temperament look at Drogba he's not happy at the uh, possible league winners you know what I mean if he can't, if a man who's, who's had such a great career with Chelsea so far can't fire I mean what you, you kind of stick in a, another striker who can get a bit upset and a bit chippy and yeah. just not want to play thing is Chelsea are pretty much always going to be contenders they're in a really bizarre blip at the moment which is going to be fleeting mm. I'm sure we would all but all is agree. one and player going to change a £50 million fair enough player is he really going to change the, the no I'm, I'm talking from Torres' point of view I think right. he's going there What's because they want to be though, regular contenders because if you look at a player who at club level and at the World Cup he was poor at club level especially has not performed in 12 months Chelsea would have position in the league at the moment where they need to start winning goals I mean, they, uh, winning games they need Torres to start firing straight away saying that about Torres though I mean he, he, he still has a fairly decent strike rate over the past 12 months or so it's, it's, it's not as bad as people make out it's not world class like it was when he no, first he, 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 obviously it wasn't as good as when, like his, his debut season and stuff but I'm sure, I'm, I don't doubt he'll get that form back mm. oh yeah well you'd have to he's going to have to he'll have to that's what they need they need someone to make an instant impact there Will Selimontari recreate the form at Sunderland that he did at Portsmouth I that's a great, a great sign I think it's a great sign for him mm. you know he's, he's, he's not um, not playing too much at Inter no, which is fair enough because they've got a brilliant squad well they won the, won everything last season mm. and so he was part of that squad and it's a squad mm. game these days he didn't start a Champions League final did he came on about 10 minutes left yeah. but you know they won it yeah, no, he's no, part of it he's got know. the medal James and, and for Sunderland and to, to sign him it's a, it's a coup I, I, I know him pr pretty well from his Pompey days and he was excellent mm. he really he's, was not, he's not going to disappear for the African Cup of Nations either because he's always upsetting the Africa, the uh, Ghanaian manager as well so <laughs> <laughs> that's a bonus, bonus that was for next in. year maybe that was put in his contract you must continue <laughs> to have <laughs> really <laughs> bad relations with the man <laughs> Just Garner though Not me yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not giving you free reign You must do whatever I say But if I become Garner manager it could get very <laughs> um, Steve Bruce I'll tell you what He does get around a bit You never know <laughs> yeah. It's not like Steve Bruce Every week was talking about Loyalty when it came to um, bon uh, Ben, ben. ben. Yeah. Same guy who left About three clubs in a row <laughs> yeah. As a manager Really quickly mm. um, uh, He was like a cheap tart for one. Steve Bruce was making oh, eyes At everyone for, for ages When yeah. he was first Got into management Get off Bruce and ironically he does look like Mrs. Doubtfire yeah he <laughs> like does <a> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a man um, uh, FA Cup mm. Fulham 4 Spurs 0 that was a baffling performance wasn't it? <laughs> Hugh Grant's boys hammered him yeah, yeah. <laughs> just 4-0 at half time people Dempsey was bossing like Pinar and uh, it, it was just they were brilliant I really enjoyed it. I know I know it was aided by uh, uh, like an odd, an odd sending off and a, and a penalty love actually white and black army <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what they're singing that's what they're singing and and then, then, sorry <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking. I, I was at the game, I have to say. Mm. Bloody hell, the seats are rubbish in the Johnny Haynes stand. Although the, the wooden, wooden ones. The little tiny uh, wooden ones, yeah. <laughs> We're going back there on Wednesday, aren't we, for the Newcastle match? And you're only five foot six and you struggle. Yeah. So imagine what I want to be like. Tiny man. Five foot eight. Tiny little man. Five, you are. five foot eight. <laughs> tiny little man. Yeah. Not tiny in stature, though. Thank you very much. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a weird game. I mean, I mean. 
obviously needless to say Spurs defended abysmally but I don't think that was it wasn't a sending off I th- no I, I didn't think that I thought, I thought Fulham played excellently actually I it, th- they were very good. compact they and they just they pressed they pressed they just picked Spurs off yeah. but they were 4-0 they were, they were down Spurs and then what Harry did was seem to put just Put Crouch up by himself. That's not, oh, it's not anything. It's not about tactics, OP. It's not about <laughs> tactics or shape or No, it's not. It's about players, Pete. You, Ask my <laughs> Sandra. It's about players. Did you see like the song just sort of backing off and backing off their belly? And yeah. just, oh, I'm standing just, in my own net. <laughs> <laughs> How did this happen? Yeah. Gallas seemed to just give up as well. Yeah, yeah. And he was a sub. Which is unlike him. Did he take <laughs> yeah. his boots off? <laughs> then Belly's a good player. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell yeah. you, Andy Johnson had a good game. He didn't score, but he was just. Tireless. He's always had that mm. to his game. Yeah, no, absolutely, hard. absolutely. He did score recently, didn't he, for the first time in ages? Uh, Wigan, been out for Wigan, a long time. I think. Yeah, a bit of a deflection. A bit a bit to AJ. It was his first goal in what is a, was an, a, a baffling amount of time. I couldn't believe mm. it when the commentator said it. It was something like eighteen months. Oh, he had a horrific injury. Been injured yeah. for a long time though. Yeah, yeah. When's Bobby back? Uh, it should be soon mm. yeah. There's not much talk about Zamora. BZ. Andy Johnson looks like David Beckham's uglier brother. Yeah. Agreed. There's definitely a, there's definitely a uh, and in the voice as well sort of nose and mouth. It's got similar there mannerisms yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he also looks a bit like a pit bull terrier. Mm. Yeah, he looks like David Beckham in a fairground hall of mirrors. That's what Beckham would see. Mm. I think AJ would take that. I think he would. I'll take that. <laughs> no, well, well, no, no. Speaking of a fairground, like a fairground ride where they badly airbrush celebrities. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that sort of artwork. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. It would just be him. And they've lost the wig. It's better than looking like um, Paul Pesci. <laughs> Lead on him, but all the mirrors. I suppose Ooh. it would be. Or Hugh Fernley Wicks doing them, but all the mirrors. all gummy. <laughs> <laughs> In the Hall of Mirrors or just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any of the above Yeah uh, I'm uninsultable oh, <laughs> um, Hit that I was going to say <laughs> uh, Moving on swiftly Arsenal Brilliant win at home Against Huddersfield 2-1 mm. Made to work for it Definitely <laughs> worth gambling On Nazari I thought <laughs> right, right, yeah. Ahead of the Barcelona game Next month yeah. no, But this month it To be honest it was, it was a tough game though I mean He needed a strong side out It, it always is against Leeds And Ipswich as well So it's, I think it was it, well, it, it initially got, it's got a bad like hammy. smart move. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's supposed to be up for three weeks, isn't it? It could be a lot worse than that. But we really need some energy. He'll be so angry. He'll be swearing so much about. Sixteenth of Feb is the first leg against Barcelona, isn't it? So I he's not going to be back for that. Right, no. Unless it's another Wenger sort of mind game where he might be back a bit early. I could don't happen. think it's going to make a huge amount of difference. <laughs> I don't think Barcelona will care. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's playing a mind game about Nasri. Is he? All oh, right. <laughs> we'll, play, anyway. we'll play a football game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just keep the ball, lads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it will change. Oh, we yeah, this team plays tippy tappy football. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't even know the meaning of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> Come here. I must say, um, old Enben has been good in recent games. His, his goal against Ipswich was absolutely super. Bergkamp esque. I can't get my Nicholas head around. I can't get my head around this sneer. Nicholas Bentner. Yeah. <laughs> and you're letting Arsenal fans down by comparing him to Dennis Bergkamp, and I think you know what you've done. No, he said the goal. Was. I, said the, I said the goal was a brief moment. Same sentence. Bad enough. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, let's move on to Notts County, uh, Manchester don't, don't City. Don't you judge me on, <laughs> on what words I put into the mouths of Arsenal fans. <laughs> yeah. That's the most disgusted I think you've ever yeah. been. Yeah. There'll be Miller Rice has been chucked on the floor all around the North London on that. Wasn't that a Slipknot's um, theme? Like, only God can judge me. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was Tupac. <laughs> Rather similar. No, I'll they, give they, you that. Let's together. Oh, did they? <laughs> <laughs> Must have blacked out at that point. Um, Notts County won, Manchester City won. Mm. Oh, they were close. They were very close, weren't they? That would have been that would have been lovely. Been a scalp. I don't like Good I don't like Lee Hughes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he's a Larry. So and so, isn't he? Mm, he's yeah. But they're still in the cup. They're still in the cup. And do you know who else is still in the cup? 
Crawley Town. The, un- the most unlikable team. <laughs> the most, the most unlikable non-league team of all time. <laughs> yeah. Even other non-league teams, like I hope they get beat by United. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. There's so many like irregularities around that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. apparently. Under, oh, what under, about the manager? Under the manager, Steve Evans, I've put in my notes: convicted fraudster and all-round twat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I You'll not get a more accurate I think that's what the judge said <laughs> <laughs> um, Didn't he say though Before the draw He wanted he, Man United He was like Well forget Man United Fergie will be reaching For the aspirin Or something <laughs> What? I don't know why What does that yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah exactly I've d- Sod off I hope Fergie plays himself In that game <laughs> Just as an example To yeah. this man <laughs> Yeah <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah. In Scotland, Chris Commons scored on his debut. Mm. Celtic debut. He won four-one against Craig Brown's Aberdeen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> is that a crow oh, or an owl? Or that is, that is, a, a it's just his post-match interview. Or was that Bomber Brown himself? Craig Brown. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sounds like Mrs. Delphine. Marcus, yeah, that's how he's t- that's how he talks. <laughs> Marcus Speller reckons yeah. that Hearts are going to win the league. I'd like to apologise to any Scottish people listening to this. Show. Just any Brown. people, Jim. Probably should have at the start. But yeah, that's right. Celtic beat Aberdeen. Rangers beat Motherwell two-one. So the big tour in the final, surprisingly. Now, how's your title race going? Now, glad you mentioned it. I'm glad you mentioned it because Hearts bounced back from their midweek setback when they got beat at Celtic Park. They they won one 0 against St Johnson. Now I said on the show last time that they were seven points off the top, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Well, even after that defeat, they're still only seven points off the top. Again, they're clinging on. They're bouncing. So now you're taking credit for them not getting any closer to winning the title. Yeah, but they Mm. lost against the team who are top, and they're and they're still in there. Yeah, they're not in there. They're not. I mean. As long as Selig and Rangers go on the worst run of form they've ever gone on, yeah. <laughs> Anything's possible. It's possible in the way that anything not ruled out by the fundamental laws of physics is possible. Yeah. But I don't think it's very Find likely. your lack of faith disturbing. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Now, to put it in perspective here, Hearts are third with 48 points. Kilmarnock are fourth with 33. So in a, in a way, there's only the one person here that needs things putting in perspective. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jim, what he's saying is, it's technically he's a three-horse race. <laughs> it's a three-horse race, but one of the horses is like definitely going to be donkey. shot. At <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be. Uh... And coming up in third is glue hooves. Oh. <laughs> I had a fiver on glue hooves. Uh, oh, well, let's go to Serie A. Mm. Shall we treat ourselves? Globe trotting at the moment. Mark Van Bommel's gone to Milan, hasn't he? Just and, uh, <laughs> arrived in style. <laughs> Started as he means to go on. I'm going to defend him. That was never a sending off. His league debut, he got sent off. Did you see the second booking? <laughs> Apparently, it wasn't. It was a joke. Yeah. It, was just a, it was just a, fr- a foul. Do you on think the referee thought. Mm. I love what Van Bommel did. <laughs> I love what Van Bommel did. The referee came up, booked him, yeah. so yellow, then red. And Van Bommel sort of looked at him, put two fingers up as if to say, What, it's two yellows or red? <laughs> he had like a confused And I was, I was thinking to myself Well you'd know if anyone would yeah. <laughs> Maybe you know in, in some leagues You know they say That it used to happen in England That you get a free like foul on, on, yeah, on a first one. Billy Jones always yeah. used to say that. Absolutely. Put yeah, a big reducer in early First one's free. Like maybe in Italy it's just different. You, you just automatically get a booking if you're a certain kind of player, like Van Bommel. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, there's just your, your perfunctory yellow. You're off, mate. Sorry you start with a booking. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. But his second yellow card was a regulation pedestrian ball nipped away from him, foul. In the middle of the park. It was, no, mm. it was nothing dangerous at all. Uh, but the uh, Milan coach. Um, Allegri. 
Allegri, thank you, said that uh, Van Bommel was probably used to it in Germany, where you can get away with such fouls, but not in Italy. Yeah. Well, he's persistent, though, isn't he, Van Bommel, when yeah. he's fouling? Maybe that's a, something to do with it. It then, could indeed. have been, but to me, it looked pretty innocuous. And mm. if he's done 12 or 15 challenges before that, I saw a bit of the game, I can't remember him doing that, but he might have done. Yeah. Well, uh, scumbag. But Milan still went on, <laughs> yeah. Milan still went on uh, to win the game 2 0. Rubinho and Ibra, they're still top. Now, uh, possibly two clubs which. I was very surprised to see doing business uh, with each other in the transfer window. Kilmarnock and Milan. <laughs> um, Kilmarnock have got their uh, Gabon international, uh, Willie Olga Mangyan. Olga uh, Mangyan. Yeah, they've got him uh, until the end of the season. Who would have thought? Killian Millie. He's, he's called Willie. <laughs> well, he's yeah, fit straight, right, in, fit yeah. straight in. It's, it's practically Olga Milan, isn't it, really? Yeah, that's what you, yeah, it is, yeah. Exactly. Olga Mangyan from Milan. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, Winter. If they win their game in hand, they're only six points behind Milan. Leonardo. He's, he's galvanised them. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. Napoli are doing well. Napoli Cavani, they just can't stop scoring. Yeah. He, 17 it, million euros he was. Compare that to Andy Carroll. <laughs> 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 Snip. I fear yeah. that expression will be used yeah. a hell of a lot in the coming yeah, months. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How, he's, he's half a Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> well, but looking at it that way, if Cavani's scoring all these goals, then Carroll definitely scored twice as many. Yeah, that's in a harder league as well, <laughs> so he'd probably knock another 20 on that. <laughs> imagine, imagine if Sky Sports News just started referring to every denomination in Carroll's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did like their totalizer that they've been running, like a like a bring and buy sale on Blue Peter or yeah. something. So, yeah, like, like, like a telethon. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've raised eighty three million for ungrateful football team. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. And this week's total, this month's total for grotesque largesse, <laughs> brought to you by Andy Burton. Yeah, yeah. He's been absent, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. For notable reasons. by his absence. <laughs> uh, oh, great news in uh, Italy as well that the uh, Prandelli has called up. Uh, Antonio Cassano Yay. Uh, Italy squad as well as Gigi Buffon Buffon's been recalled That's terrible right, problems with injuries over the last sort of year and yeah, yeah. he's so still yeah. a great keeper Buffon They've got, they haven't really got any um, experienced keepers in the squad apart from that so I'm, I'm sure it's, the Italian fans are pleased that he's back can I have an age please of uh, Buffon. Buffon 33 no, he's older than that, isn't he? No, he's 33. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's cracking for 35. Mm. Yeah, I thought he's been around for a long time, but he's about 33, mm. yeah. There you are. It's always a problem, isn't it, when you've got such a big, iconic goalkeeper of just right. replacing them afterwards. It's so oh. difficult. I'd like England to have that problem again. <laughs> <laughs> one day, Luke, one yeah. day. Uh, La Liga. Real Madrid have lost. Mm. Yeah, I saw that. Against Osasuna. The world has officially ended in Madrid. <laughs> by the way, I think it's, it's worth um, the ramble as a collective giving Osasuna a lot of credit because they played yeah, very well. They scored a, a good goal and they defended resolutely. They defended like Trojans. And their really fans did. helped out by throwing balls on yeah, the pitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's brilliant. <laughs> Multi ball. And, and you've got the great, well, in my, what is, in my opinion, one of the greatest sights in world football the old Cristiano Ronaldo, I'm losing, I've got a face like a slapped ass. Yeah. Which is great to see. You know? <laughs> I, I respect Ronaldo immensely as a player yeah. and, and, as, and as a professional. <laughs> and the way he looks after himself and, and stuff like that but his face when they're losing and we've said it before it's the old looks around at everyone Hands with disgust yeah. this has nothing to do with me yeah. what you are you doing, doing letting me down again Adebayo comes on what, what are you looking just arrived. Yeah, he didn't take you long, did it? <laughs> <laughs> they only had two shots in the whole game, I think. Mm. I believe that's. Osasuna played well. They really did. Oh, it was great though. A couple of times Madrid came forward, and somebody. How did they get a ball in the crowd? Yes, <laughs> that was just <laughs> lobbed onto the pitch. Someone wants to a pig's head at Luis Figo. Yeah, so you know, odd, odder things <laughs> happen. That's very true. Osasuna's not exactly happy hunting uh, ground for Real Madrid. They no. got a poor record there recently, mm. last few years. Which, uh, yeah, th 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 I think they've lost something like. About a third of their games there. Right. It's mm. crazy. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the seven points adrift of Barcelona now. If they beat Barcelona, which, you know, 
could happen. They, they could happen. Barcelona do lose weird games here and there. It's, it's not entirely out well, of the realms of possibility. But you know, it, it, Hercules is such a strange game for them to lose. They, they could drop a few points with draws and stuff as the, the sort of games come thick and fast. Refer to your earlier comments about Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I refer you to the match earlier in the season. Well, yeah. <laughs> But what I mean is Madrid seem to have just given up. They yeah, just yeah. seem to have thrown in the towel themselves. Whereas Hearts are still going. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the press after that game was like, um, someone, I can't remember, it was on Twitter, said, oh, I saw Real Madrid win the title at Osasuna a number of years ago. I've now seen them lose the title here. Yeah. It's like, it's January. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand what they're but saying. only just January. I understand what they're February saying. by the time this comes out. I find it, I, I, I prefer, personally, I probably prefer Barca to Real. Of course, I, yeah. I find, I, sim- <laughs> I, I have sympathy for Real Madrid though because they're really trying hard whether they're doing it in the wrong way or not is a matter of a debate, but they're really trying hard to stay with Barcelona. Mm. And, 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 and the bottom line is, this Barcelona team is a team that comes along once in a blue moon. Yeah. You know, it's, and, but they've almost got, they owe it to their fans and to Spanish football in general to try and keep up with them and try and do something. Mm. And it's hard for them. And it must be soul-destroying if you're a player yeah, for Real Madrid. Well, that's the thing though, isn't it? Because you look at the, the Barcelona team of... Um, Last season, the Barcelona team that won the, the Champions League as well. You, that same statement that you said applies to both of those sides as well. There's a whole. Mm. This is a team that comes along once in a blue moon, once in yeah. a generation, and then three seasons now they've just been just indomitable. And yeah. keeping up with that's got to be so difficult, and it's clearly frustrating Madrid. But they shouldn't. I mean, if they, but in fairness, it, the balance to that is if they do want to do something in the league, they can't be losing to Osasuna. No, absolutely. Well, it's, I think it's um, the margin for error is tiny. It's, it's they've drawn to a lot of sides that are sort of down the bottom, and mm. you can't have that. No, you can't. Can't do that. Can't indeed. Uh, in the Bundesliga, St. Pauli, three 0 winners against Cologne. Mm. That's more like it's their it. first it's win good, in ages, isn't it? Wasn't it? it is. It Describes their best performance of the season. Well, it's their first win in ages. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it puts them in good stead for the Hamburg derby, which is on Sunday. A lot of their fans are getting angry with them. Apparently, they're they sort are of from inner sanctum, annoyed about sort of commercial things being yeah. in the stadium mm. and stuff like that. Was there talk of them sort of getting away from the original ethic of mm. their of their um, sort of support? That whole strippers thing as well. They're not happy about that. Not happy at all. But on the other hand, they got a sausage train. So exactly, yeah. Hamburg, oh, I've got a hamburger train, I imagine. <laughs> it's oh, it's hey. not just a battle on the football pitch, <laughs> it's a battle of the fast food. Battle on the well. tracks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's literally fast food. Uh, yeah. the, the St. Pauli keeper, Thomas Kessler, he was very happy after the win, as you would imagine. Clean sheet, good performance. Um, he was in such a good mood, he said, I'm off to pick up a few cold beers from a petrol station. First win in how long? <laughs> <laughs> and some smokeless fuel. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. ten bottles of windscreen washer fluid. <laughs> Probably get some big watsits. I well. think I'll celebrate this rare win with a bout of drink driving. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what was funny. Did you see that? Um, I think it was Robin having a pop at old um, Thomas Robin, Muller. Yeah, that's right. He went to strangle him, didn't he? But, did, weird but, like that. but Louis Van Hal turned around and went, "Oh, we do this all the time in Holland. We disagree with each other. Then we have a go at each other. Then it's all fine." Like, yeah, World Cups and yeah, you do. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of explains quite yeah. a bit, doesn't it? Whilst I agree that's true, I'm not sure Muller had much to say about that. <laughs> yeah. uh, right, oh, the Asian Cup has been won by Japan. Yeah, well done, Pete's Australia. Awful, de- awful defending. Oh yeah. my goodness, what a volley though from Lee. He was yeah. quite beautiful. He wasn't. He, he wasn't miles out of the goal. To be fair, it wasn't like uh, as a Danes. Great technique. But it was beautiful. Yeah. It was a beautiful hit. It Top was left. delish. It was it was mar- there wasn't a defender within a postal code of him though. It looked like he <laughs> just well, there was a off. for a bit. <laughs> yeah. But then he ran away. Yeah. He did think he was going to head off the ball because he didn't think the, bo- the ball was going to come in so high. But to be fair, <sighs> there was enough players to deal with it on that yeah. side. Yeah. Of yeah. It. He went, I know what's going to happen. Oh God, that just lost his head. As someone who's as a defender who's not played at the highest level. 
terrible, but as someone who's a defender. Whoa, what's you, it? Is this you talking? Oh, God. <laughs> you shouldn't. What, what has this ramble come to? You shouldn't favour. <laughs> you shouldn't favour the old. I'm not going to man mark my, my man. I'm going to try and predict where the ball's going to go. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's going to be near post, so I'm legging it to there. Oh, it's gone to the far post. Uh, do you think his plan was to sort of like trap it, take it around everyone and score? Just yeah, like no, a yeah, school child. He, the, the, um, um, is it Tadanari Lee? That was him, wasn't it? Yes, yes. He, he had enough time to chest it down. Yep. Put his book down, <laughs> pick his spot, do a couple of kick-ups, bit of stand-up, then stick it in the bottom <laughs> corner, tune so a nice. harp, no. which would take ages. He did. He got a volley and he stuck it in the top corner. <laughs> Where's the uh, aggression coming from? In the postage stamp. Ah, oh, I see. I'm going to stick it on Ramble Tube. So if you want to check it out, get the footballramblegot.com. Got one. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> It's time means. for some emails. Yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Alan Partridge. I like to relax by rambling. Just have a one quick funny. Hey, 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 Um Anyway, on with the ramble. Uh, that uh, particular uh, little piece of work uh, was from <laughs> Malcolm Cramner. Or Cran- Would you say Cramner or Cramner there? I'd go for Cramner. I'm going Cramner. I'm going to respect the N and stick in the N as well. So Malcolm, uh, you can Cramner. rest assured we don't get many emails from people called Malcolm, so you know who you are. <laughs> yeah. How about stuff. that for a consolation? Thank you very much. Ramble always says respect the N. Yeah. Respect the N. Do we? <laughs> what? Why do I always just accept Read the say? bloody thing. All right, well, this is from Ian. And uh, presumably something called the Hendon FC Massive. Whoa. Right. Mm. Uh, Foss, oh, oh. whilst listening to last week's brilliant installment of your show. Stop oh. <laughs> That's how you get an email read on this show. <laughs> something was mentioned by Mark is the job my memory reminded me of a long forgotten story which I thought you might enjoy. In 2003, I was a bar manager of the pub called the Famous Cock Tavern, which is located on Highbury Corner, right in the centre of Arsenal country. Uh, our bar was understandably busy during home games for the Gunners and we were quite short of staff. Out of desperation uh, to get enough bodies pouring pints, I decided to hire the first person to come in and ask if we were looking for staff uh, that person happened to be a quite short bald guy in his early 30s who walked in wearing a pair of bright green felt pixie boots odd one he came across a bit <laughs> odd uh, bizarre footwear aside but I was desperate for staff for the busy week which culminated in Arsenal playing an FA Cup tie on the Saturday um, I mentioned the busy weekend with Tony because that was his name and he said it was impossible for him to honour this shift as two of his best friends were non-league footballers who were both due to play for the side that were due to face Arsenal in the FA Cup tie uh, I told him that this was a deal breaker for the job and reluctantly he agreed to give the game a miss Throughout the week Tony came across As a model employee He was in on time Worked hard And got on well With the regulars On the Saturday He again mentioned His footballing uh, Non-league buddies Gracing the Highbury turf That afternoon And I asked their names Not Highbury anymore <laughs> Exactly well, That's the past And <laughs> I, I looked in the paper Which had a squad list in it And neither names featured Alarm bells should have Started ringing there <laughs> The pub started Filling up pre-match And Tony started to look A little bit twitchy He seemed to have Something on his mind And wasn't at all The focus Worker of the previous week Tony About uh, half an hour Before kick off Tony disappeared oh. Now short staffed and cursed, Now short staffed And cursing his name uh, We just about Got through the busy service uh, I cursed Tony's name And vowed to sack him When I next saw him I couldn't do this Because the next time I saw him Was uh, in the paper The following day He was running <laughs> around The hybrid pitch Completely in the nip With happy fourth birthday Julie Written <laughs> on his chest Uh <laughs> The date was January the 25th, 2003, and Tony was the Arsenal versus Farmer. Yes! You were there! <laughs> 
That's the wow. guy. That's yeah. the fella. If you, uh, do, if you do know Tony, please tell us more about this wonderful <laughs> man. Tony, I love you. It is Pixie Boots. Uh, I never heard from him again. It sounds like at the end it was like a dear John. Late night love links or something. I never heard from him again. But apparently he was from Leeds and come to London for the week with the sole intention of running around a football pitch with his lad out. The bar job was just something to do whilst awaiting this event. Keep it good work, Ian. Ian, that's a great email. Thank you very much. Goodness. That is super. Did they have the pixie boots on when he was streaking? I don't care. No. Have you, ever, have you ever employed a streaker? <laughs> Get in touch. remember though, right. Magnificent yeah. scenes. Yeah, great stuff. I'm yeah. going to do that on Wednesday. Fulham, Newcastle. Yeah. My own, my own well, dirty protest to Carol's departure. Uh, hang on, we're coming to that game, so yeah. if you are, tell us. You can hold my clothes. We can give you a, <laughs> a footy over the uh, yeah. Yeah. holding board. A leg up. Yeah. <clears throat> Marvellous. If you, of course, want to email the show, then uh, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com. It's for, well easy, isn't it? For your jingles as well, not just mm. your emails. That's right. That's mm. right. Oh, is it profile time? You tell us. It is. Oh, good. You've made a decision. <laughs> <laughs> For once. Is it because we've got nothing else to go in this section, so it needs to be profile. Well, <laughs> allow me. <laughs> and allow him. It's Norman Whiteside. Ooh. Oh, I knew it was going to be a boy. <laughs> <laughs> hasn't always been. No. <laughs> uh, there was an exception. Two exceptions. Uh, indeed. Uh, but Norman Whiteside, I can tell he was born on the 7th of May, 1965. Two years before the summer and half. Very good. Did he cause it? Herald oh, it, it might well Yeah you might have done We, we don't have time <laughs> I'd like to, to think that. You played a part <laughs> <laughs> And haven't they all In <laughs> yeah. their own unique way yeah. um, He was a Belfast boy mm. And uh, Discovered by Bob Bishop It was indeed yeah. The, uh, the scout The Manchester United scout Who discovered Bestie Yes George Best And Sammy McElroy And Sammy McElroy yeah mm. Did he just scout in pubs As the story goes about Best He was just seen Doing keepy ups And the guy was like yeah, he's a player. <laughs> I love, I love Some, it. Sometimes you can tell. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've shouted that at half time when somebody's doing a tricks. He's good at football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's good. <laughs> he plays for the reserves. Yeah. Um, and always will. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, just a few weeks after Whiteside's 14th birthday, there was a newspaper headline saying, Have United found the new George Best at last? <laughs> at last. Four, 14. Yeah, 14 Pressure. years old. Amazing. Luminec. <laughs> um, yeah, signed very young by Manchester United and he was the youngest man since Duncan Edwards who's an absolute legend yeah. at Old Trafford uh, to play for Manchester United debuted, he debuted before he was 17 that's incredible mm. do you think they rushed him into the team because with a name like Norman Whiteside <laughs> it sounds like a sort of old school hard man I which, think, he, uh, which I, he was I think he yeah. just, just decided he wanted to play and everyone was like yeah, fine yeah. <laughs> I, I value my ankles <laughs> yeah <laughs> Six foot two, big boy. Yeah, uh, big thighs. Mm-hmm. Um, he, oh, d- incredible! I mean, he d- such a young player. I mean, we're used to kind of guys a little bit more now in their late teens playing, but. They, they didn't really care Sort of bedding them in Did they They're just like Let's squeeze every little <laughs> Let's but squeeze the lemons Until the The pips squeak <laughs> <laughs> Yeah It could be uh, you know, Said but I, think, I think you just get Different types of Because uh, now there's A lot more games And the game is Is, is a lot more Physically demanding And so you have A higher pace so you well, get more strain an athletic tears. sense Yeah but, mm. so, but it, it wasn't, The games didn't come As thick and fast Now I know they were More brutal and You have to be tough back Absolutely then. right But he was tough Wasn't he Very much so yeah. You know you get that boy When you're 14 at school And he's got the 
moustache already. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. just like one of those. Yeah. Um, he, indeed, he was. He had a hairy um, chest at the age of about 12. Yeah. Yeah. Handled by moustache by 15. Yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with all those things. <laughs> um, uh, he, oh, yeah, real hard player. Uh, loved by the fans for his passion and commitment. And didn't shy away from a tackle, let me, let me tell you. Ferguson, uh, Alex Ferguson, uh, remembered a game that he played uh, against. Arsenal in 1986 and he said the big Norman Whiteside kicked everybody up and down the pitch for 90 minutes and he didn't even get booked <laughs> <laughs> Matt Van Bommel was thinking oh, I wish I was there yeah, that's right oh, keep your him and I. human being <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the head. he's got a good bomb comma murder yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he became the um, youngest player uh, ever to, to play and score in an FA Cup final against Brighton 1983 um, Brighton they might do it this year Brighton get to the <laughs> FA Cup final again they're still in it against Manchester United still in with a chance who knows uh, and perhaps the, 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 the greatest accolade uh, to his name is that uh, he broke Pele's record of being the youngest player at a World Cup yeah. indeed at, at Spain 82 they beat Spain North 9 that year 1-0 hmm. Jerry Armstrong with a goal one, a good commentator and co-commentator I think yeah I like Jerry Armstrong mm-hmm. I do and uh, yeah uh, Whiteside played in that game uh, incredible he played in midfield or up front and uh, his no nonsense style of play earned him the nickname the uh, Shankill skinhead it's not bad is it <laughs> hey that's my nickname <laughs> <laughs> not around there it's not I get Ponce. I was going to say the Hartlepool hitman, which would have been a little <laughs> yeah. more generous. Yeah, thank you. No, but I prefer Hargate Ponce. The hero of Hartlepool. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ponce he, of Hartlepool? <laughs> <laughs> He's not going into the Dean window. <laughs> the Ponce of Hargate previously Hartlepool. I not s- Norman Whiteside. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. uh, he was a class act as well. I don't want people to think he was just this brute. You know, he wasn't a br- he wasn't a nasty player or anything. He was just really tough. And I mean, if you want to see, you know, the, the bit of magic he could produce. I mean, you look at his goal for United against uh, Everton in the FA Cup final. You know, the one with the curler into the corner, mm-hmm. shielded uh, the ball behind the defender. That's right. Yeah, that, a beautiful goal. Yeah, beautiful goal. Real touch of class about that goal, actually. Yeah, very much so. He could, he's great shot on him. He's good in the air. And uh, another bit of magic he produced was when he got the ball on the edge of the box against Alan Hansen uh, Alan Hansen was obviously marking him and he just turned him yeah, bombs, see there, chum, in the what corner. did Hansen say when he scored? <sighs> it was a decent hit <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of Hansen doing a bit of punditing punditing himself I'd love to hear Hansen punditing himself after they can see two goals to New Zealand in the World Cup yeah. <laughs> I'd like to, like to see him do it as it was happening yeah oh decent hurt <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. What am I doing right yeah. now? I'm yeah. all over the yeah. <laughs> It's just no piss. Why are you on that ball? <laughs> <laughs> oh, meanwhile, the 1986 World Cup in Mexico, Northern Ireland were there again, and uh, he scored. In, it was the only result they got in that tournament, one all draw against uh, Algeria. But uh, yeah, oh, amazing. I mean, the two World Cups with with Northern Ireland, two FA Cups uh, with Manchester United. He won. <clears throat> he didn't win the World Cups with Northern Ireland. Yeah, sorry, yeah, they were there. <laughs> for, for I, I think people probably would know that. It's just ruffling from a notes card. Northern Ireland won two World Cups. <laughs> <and Northern Ireland. laughs> I do what I like in the profile. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, unfortunately, though, for Whiteside, he was dogged by uh, injuries. 
throughout his career and it was yeah. and he loved the beer didn't he well yeah. uh, we can't uh, shy away from that fact I'll tell you what Paul McGrath's autobiography which is a harrowing read uh, actually but it's, a lot of it involves boozing and it's almost got as much Norman Whiteside <laughs> as, as Paul McGrath <laughs> well Whiteside uh, yeah it was a few years on from his incre- the incredible start to his career at Manchester United where he was just this wonder kid you know scoring these great goals and putting in great performances but yes he was very much a part of the drinking culture well him and McGrath um, boarded together for a while and Brian Robson a little bit I Robson was a boozer he was yeah. in there as yeah. well and, and of course that was under Ron Atkinson where he just let them get on with mm-hmm. it whereas when Ferguson came along mm. uh, he wasn't having any of it no. and like we said before and other profiles that Ferguson he got through to some he didn't quite get through to others you know yeah. um, and, and Whiteside was one of them uh, I mean he was, he was drinking heavily a lot of injuries uh, and he was struggling to hold down a first team place so in 1989 uh, he moved to Everton but he was still very very popular mm. uh, amongst the fans uh, Old Trafford but his time at Goodison Park um, wasn't very long only 29-30 appearances uh, over two seasons and he retired uh, in 1991 27 at the age yeah. of 26. 26 similar thing yeah. happened to Steve Coppold didn't it there was a knee injury with him as well he just right. retired around a similar age mm. but so it's, it's so rare for that to happen mm. though, sort of surgeries advanced yeah, exactly. it's a real shame what's the same you go back further Brian Clough Mm. He had to retire straight away mm. um, And tell you who else had to retire earlier uh, Marco Van Basten as well, Yeah yeah of course right. Right, yeah. About the same age as well wasn't it 25, yeah. 26 mm. Van Basten To be fair he did start no, think, very very early no, he, had, he had an 11 year older. career presumably yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, yeah he would have started just before his 70th birthday So it's not all bad yeah. Van Basten was a bit older I think Yeah no Van Basten was a bit yeah. older but, uh, but it's incredible to think he retired at 26 Because his white side such a well known player Yeah yeah he, he just seemed to have done the hell of a lot you mm. know um, But he said that he, he could have squeezed another couple of years out at Everton Mm. Just sort of knocking around the reserves and one thing or another. But, but he said, to be drunk. Yeah, to be drunk. <laughs> but to be fair to him, he said uh, I'm not, he wasn't interested in that. He said it just wouldn't have done him justice in the, the yeah. football career. So, he, so he left. A thing as well when you've got a bad, bad injury like that and it keeps happening. I believe it, it was a recurring problem. Knee with injury, with him wasn't it? Yeah, like, yeah that's run right. Run the risk of just messing yourself up well, in later life. Thirteen operations. Mm. On, the, on the knee before he was twenty six. Left. Surely no, they're not no, adding sorry. stuff to him. Yeah, <laughs> 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 cutting things off. I've heard. I've heard players. I forget who exactly, but players say I could have carried on. Yeah. And it might have even Overmars. been about yeah, obviously, but I, mm. I wanted to be able to play football with my children. Well, that's yeah. right. Stuff like that, you know. And you can't, if you can't walk, then there's no no you at all. Mm. Very much so. I mean, well, it was incredible how Whiteside turned it around because this was, these were in the days where a football didn't make nearly as much money as they do no, now, yeah. and they would have had to have gone and got a proper job after, yeah, uh, or another job. Footballer is a proper job. Mm. Um, but uh, bearing in mind, Whiteside like to drink as well it was an incredible achievement that he went back to college and educated himself he got his GCSEs and his A-levels and uh, Bachelor of Science a couple of degrees and now um, he's a qualified uh, chiropodist and podiatrist and pretty decent well very much so yeah um, and, and that's one of the reasons why he called his autobiography Determined mm. because he was you know he could had to get a job what am I going to do yeah had a think it's not even a pun it's a football autobiography it's not a pun <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs> I don't like it <laughs> I'm no, scared I don't like it daddy it's no walking tool by Peter Crouch <laughs> <laughs> but after his studies he went to work with um, the PFA and he worked with 88 of the 92 league clubs uh, for about 8 years wow. just screening um, some of the younger lads to see any lower limb problems they may have before they become mm. professionals so mm. does he use his own knees <laughs> yeah that's yeah. right so if you've got it like this <laughs> yeah, um, you're in trouble but putting a hell of a lot back in 
Absolutely to the right. game, which yeah. is uh, absolutely wonderful to see. Mm. That's, that is real determination, isn't it? To, to fix a problem that has dogged you yeah, rather than great. shine away from it. That's great. great. No, absolutely. And he, and he said, though, that he, he felt more nervous in the classroom with all these sort of younger guys yeah. Yeah. putting his hand up asking a question than he did in front of 50,000 Old Trafford or whatever. That must have been weird. What was he going to college and Norman. <laughs> asking a question of the defenders. <laughs> yeah, uh, Alan Hampton. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine that you go to college to study wherever it was and. Norman Whiteside in your class. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's bizarre. I'd fail. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking at him. <laughs> but I need Norman Whiteside in my class to fail, but I definitely would fail. Yeah, yeah. Nip n- n- for a pint at lunch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he, he also does uh, some of the guided tours at Old Trafford. Oh yeah, oh, he certainly did a couple of years ago. I think he does. That's great stuff. I think they should do more of that. If you could do a tour around the stadium, which you can do at a lot of places now, it'd be great to have an old great doing it. Oh yeah, and 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 with a bit of corn removal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could, yeah. Oh, that's a bad bunion. Let me, <laughs> let me go to that for you. <laughs> Sadly, though, um, Whiteside said that when he was 15 years old, before his um, professional career started, he visited a an unqualified physio in Belfast, but it was highly recommended. Sounds a bit like Dr. Nick Riviera, the Simpsons yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. And basically, he pretty much, sort of, whilst trying to operate, and it roughed him up a bit, really. Not in a conventional sentences and he he did bad well, he physio on botched him. it yeah exactly and he said after that he was never the same athlete at school he was the, the sprinting champion um, and he said he lost the, the ability to rotate his hips he lost a bit of pace God. after this um, and, and all, everyone talked about his lack of pace and so, uh, Alex Ferguson said that I honestly believe if, if uh, Whiteside had a yard more pace, he would have been one of the greatest players ever produced in British football. Um, so he said, you know, as he, as he said that thanks to the physio with the Midas touch in reverse, I played my entire career when not fully fit and for much of it on one leg uh, when my knee problems began. Well, so to, to think, you know, of course he retired at 26, but what he achieved is, is even more yeah. incredible, really. That's really bad luck. Mm. But uh, Alex Ferguson, uh, I think this describes the man quite brilliantly in describing one of his performances uh, in a match versus Liverpool in 1986 he said he had self-assurance that was remarkable in a 21 year old the excellence of his technique was an island of composure looking up and unhurriedly making his decisions his eyes were as cold as steel and he displayed the temperament to match as a player he was close to the genius category and in he comes I'm not that familiar with Manchester United chants, but surely the Mr. Brightside, Norman Whiteside, they do, they, they've got to do that. I think they do I think do that. That, it, yeah. They yeah. should. If they don't, they need to do it <laughs> not, n- now. This Saturday, now. Maybe they're waiting for uh, the green light of him being put in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's almost certainly that. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, I enjoyed that. I don't know about you. <laughs> oh. I enjoy all of them, Pete. Yeah. So I get a bit of peace and quiet from you. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the football ramble. If uh, you'd like to get in touch, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com and go over to thefootballramble.com. Why, James? Well, Marcus, the reason why is to go over to the Ramble blog. Uh, I'll tell you what's on it this week. Uh, Andy Brassel looks at three strikers for whom the transfer window offers a chance of redemption, while I look at how teams have a month to sort things out and still get themselves in a dizzy tiz. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's James Appel on the demise of Saturn R- Ramensko, I think that's pronounced, and the subsequent promotion of Sugar Daddy F. <laughs> Sugar Daddy FK Krasnodar, who that's probably wrong, I would say, who finished <laughs> fifth in the Russian second division, right? The teams who finished third and fourth are obviously not happy. Um, dark 
forces clearly at work there go over there and read that and <laughs> elsewhere there's Diego Simeone using Al Pacino to inspire his players tend to watch in the MLS an update on Real Madrid starlet Sergio Canales and a look at how the future of the Olympic Stadium could be grim for Leighton Orient Ooh. and I've drawn a picture of a big horse <laughs> <laughs> is that on the website? no not as yet we'll shut your face then <laughs> <laughs> right any more for any more uh, yeah, Pick Live is happening still. It's a us. tournament. It's a big old tournament starts. What is it today? It, is it, it tomorrow? Yes- well, you're listening to it now, listeners. It started yesterday, first of fair, but you can still get yourself in there. Get involved, people! Come on. Oh, the football ramble.picklive.com. It's an experience. If you can't get yourself. We <laughs> <laughs> you did can- an explosion at the end. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Nice spot. It's amazing. Uh, and, 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 and then there isn't a Pick Live totalizer yet, but there might be. <laughs> but if you can't get yourself in the tournament, it's still worth getting over and playing because um, you'll see us on there. Five minute fantasy football. Plenty of money to be won Right We've got some uh, Goodbyes to say Starting with you James or Jim Bye Pete <laughs> I quoted Hitler Early on And nobody noticed Bye <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Luke Goodbye uh, It's goodbye Go fuck yourself <laughs> Finish it. <laughs> Shall I? Yes. We're all off to pick up some cold beers from a petrol station. Hey! <laughs> when you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.